The contents of the Simple Blessings in Oil podcast, including the information contained in text or audio or other content, is offered on an informational basis only. No content is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should always seek the advice and guidance of a qualified medical professional before changing or making any adjustment to any medical or treatment protocol you are currently using. These products have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to treat or prevent disease. In each audio, remedies or oils are recommended. We are not claiming that the product will cure any of these problems or disorders. We are merely reporting that people have used the product to aid these conditions. This is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is your host, Amanda Phila. I'm a crunchy mom who loves God, my family, essential oils, and simple ways to healthier living. Hello and welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is Amanda with Simple Blessings and Oils, and this is podcast number 15. Today we're going to talk about time management, and you can find the show notes for today's show at www.simpleblessingsandoilspodcast.com. So time management. Time is actually one of the commodities that every person on this earth is given equally. We all have 24 hours in a day, so we all have a choice as to how we want to utilize and use those 24 hours each and every day. Some days we are going to clearly waste some time and other days we're going to make very good use of the time. But how can we manage our time more effectively? What simple steps can we do to make sure that we are using our days wisely and our time wisely? Because Time is the only thing we can't purchase. It's not something we can get more of at some other time. So when we waste time, we're literally wasting something we can never get back. So I want to talk about five simple steps to better time management. And before we start that, I would actually like you to grab an essential oil. Um, Some ones that people commonly have on hand are things like lavender, frankincense, stress away. Um, I really like clarity for um, clarity of mind, it's a blend of oils, but grab an oil that you resonate with, and then we're going to do a quick little four square breathing. So what you do for four square breathing is you're going to take a drop of the essential oil, and you're going to put it in your hand, and then you're going to rub your hands together, and then you're going to tent your hands over your nose and your mouth, and you're going to breathe in deeply for four seconds. So you're going to breathe in, one, two, three, Four. You're going to hold the breath for four. One, two, three, four. Then you're going to release the breath for four. One, two, three, four. And then pull your hands away from your face. One, two, three, four. And you repeat this process four times with the same oil. And it's just going to help bring into perspective some of the goals you have in your life. So, I shouldn't say, yeah, goals you have in your life, because the first thing I want to talk about is our goals. Goals are something people have, but surprisingly enough, some people don't have. They actually had the Harvard MBA program. um, They had the graduate students. They did a study on them. And the result of the study was that only 3% of the students had written goals and plans to accomplish them. 
13% had goals in their mind, but hadn't written them anywhere. And 84% actually had no goals at all. After 10 years, the same group of students were interviewed again, and the conclusion that they came to at the end of the study was very, very surprising. The 13% of the class who had goals but didn't write them down earned twice the amount of the 84% who had no goals. The 3% who had written their goals down were earning on average 10 times as much as the other 90% of their class combined. That is crazy crazy. So when we talk about goals, we um, don't always think exactly what that means, but I like to think of goals as life goals. So when you picture your perfect life, what does that look like to you? Um, Are you in debt? Do you go on vacations? Do you have a certain health? Um, Have you been working towards a certain health goal? Are you active? Are you participating in a certain sport or activity? What does that look like for you? And I like to refer people to like the ULA goals. When you think about ULA, ULA is the seven areas of life. So it is fun, family, field, fitness, finance, faith, and and friends. So when you look at those seven areas of your life, how are they? Usually when you look at them and you look at them closely, you realize that there's a few of them that are out of balance. So when I went to Ulapalooza last year, we looked over our areas of life. And one area that I realized because I've been working so much, I just didn't have it in perspective was fun. I actually needed a little bit more fun in my life. And I have fun in a lot of the things that I do, but I'm very focused right now on my field, which is my work and my family, that I don't allow a lot of time for fun. So I looked at the area of fun and I tried to plan in how I was going to have more fun in my day. And to me, the fun was spending time with my kids. Now I spend time with my kids because I homeschool, but homeschooling is not always fun. (laughs) Um, Homeschooling is something that we do because that's the choice we made to educate our kids, but it doesn't necessarily make it fun. What I wasn't making time for unless we were on vacation was things like games or just going on long walks, things that my kids find fun. And I just found like, okay, it's taking time away from other areas that I'm working on. So when we look at all of the areas of life, if we look at where we want to be in five years or 10 years or whatever that time period may look like, if we learn to work every day towards that be all end all goal, whatever it may look like for us, every day we're taking one step closer to having that ULA or perfect or awesome life that we have envisioned that God has placed on our hearts. But if we don't have these goals written down and if we've never really looked at our goals, what are we really working towards? We're kind of working in survival mode, to be honest. We're not really looking at what God wants for our life. So I do highly recommend you take some time, spend some time in prayer and figure out what are your goals. If you have a spouse, sit down with your spouse and figure out what are our goals. If you're looking as a family of smaller children or even teenagers, sit down as a family and figure out what your family goals are. 
and write them down so you all know what those goals are and how you're working towards them. So setting goals is really number one key priority to time management because when we know what our goals are, then we really know what we're working towards and how we can use our time wisely to reach those goals. The second thing about time management is to set a schedule. If you know me, you know I don't like schedules. I don't like being tied to things, but... As I've learned over the years and years of doing this homeschool thing and doing my own business thing and just having kids, you need a schedule. You need to write something down so everybody knows what's expected of them and you know where, where you're headed as a unit, as a group. So our schedule, what it looks like is for me to have a really good day. I like to get up 30 minutes before my kids do in the morning. It gives me time to get up. It gives me time to kind of set the pace for the day. I get time for my prayer and my devotion. I get time to stretch or exercise. I get my water in. Maybe I grabbed a cup of coffee and I just have that time to get grounded and start my day. So we start with that, and then my little ones usually are up at about 6.30, 6, 6.30, and we have a schedule that breakfast needs to be done by 8 o'clock, so that dishes are done by 8.30 when we start school. Now, because we homeschool from 8.30 until about 11.30, we focus on getting schoolwork done. So that is the time when I'm able to instruct the kids, give them their lessons for the day. And then my husband comes home every day at lunchtime. So he's home at noon till one o'clock minus times when they're in the field and all that other stuff. But typically he's home between noon and one. So we get lunch prepped and by lunchtime, noon, noon, we are eating and then cleaning up so that by one o'clock when dad leaves to go back to work, we are able to um, get the little ones down for naps in the afternoon, and that is when mom starts her work day. I may have done a few things in the morning here and there, answered a few text messages, or checked my email, but I've been really trying to be mindful of how I spend my time because when I multitask, I actually get nothing done or nothing productive done with that time. So from about 1.15, 1.30 until about 3.30, 4 o'clock is mom's work time. This is when she's able to get the things she needs to get done done. And then we start with our evening routine. And there are things in there. Um, our oldest is at the tech college, so there's pickup times. And so sometimes my work time is mixed in with my drive time, which means I'm listening to something motivational or I'm contacting people via phone while I'm driving so that I'm able to connect with them and I actually kind of have a quiet space, whether it's in my office or in my car, to do those calls. But anyway, so that's my work time. We do supper. If I don't have classes or anything going on that night, we do dinner and you know, pretty much spend the time together as a family. Sometimes I have little work things that need to be put in there, but I have it all scheduled out so I know what's happening and I know when I need to be places. And then I really don't work on my work if I'm at home that night until the kids are in bed. And that's when I'll work. And it just kind of depends on the night. If Nick and I need some time to ourselves, then we will um, 
you know, focus on that. But most nights I end up working for two to three hours, depending upon what I have in store. And so when we go back to the goals, when you have your goals, you're able to set that schedule because you know what your day needs to look like and what you're prioritizing and fitting into that. So if working out or reaching a fitness goal is something that's important to you, then you find time in that day to squeeze in your workout. Maybe it's getting up 30 minutes earlier. Maybe it's um, doing it when the kids are napping in the afternoon, taking 30 minutes then. Whatever that looks like for you, you're able to put it into your schedule because you have a schedule. The same thing with running a business, being a mom that's an entrepreneur. I have a list. So when I went to Ula Palooza, they told you every day you take a three by five index card and you draw a line down the middle. And on the left hand side, you're going to write three things you're going to do that day to reach your lifelong, your five year goal, what you want, what you're working towards, financial freedom, fitness, um, building a business, whatever that may do, be, uh, family time. What is one thing you're going to do every day for your family because you really are trying to reconnect your family because you haven't been prioritizing that? Or what is one thing fun you're going to do every day? Look at those seven areas of your life and figure out three things that you're going to be doing that are going to get you to that be-all, end-all goal and write them on the left-hand side. The right-hand side of the card, in turn, is for the things you know you have to do. I have to do laundry today. I have to pick up Johnny from school at three o'clock. Whatever it is, you write those tasks down. I have to clean the bathroom. It's, you know, bathroom cleaning day, whatever. And so you're able to see your list. I was doing that, but I found for me, I like sticky notes. And so I look at my calendar and I look at the week and I look at the things I need to get done. And so I'm able to write down my goals each day on a sticky note on my planner. So when I open my planner, I can see my day, what is expected of me that day. But I also can write three things that I'm working on or need to get done or whatever the top priority is. But the nice thing about this is when I find myself with five extra minutes of time, I go to my sticky note for that day and I can see what needs to be done. I don't have to sit there and think, I have 50 things to do. Which one should I do? And by the time I've decided on one of those 50 things, the five minutes is over and I don't have that five minutes anymore. But when I look at my list and I'm able to see what needs to be done, I can go right to it and check it off. So scheduling time and setting those goals. Number three, break down your day. So break your day into chunks, similar to setting the schedule, but a little bit different because you're going to break down your day into the things that you want to get into those goal areas. So at some point, whatever goal areas you're trying to achieve, you want to make sure you have something set up in that goal area each and every day. So breaking down your day, like if your faith is really important to you and you want to have time for a devotion, you're going to set that time up in the morning on your schedule. That in the morning, my devotion is the first thing that I do when I get out of bed. If fitness is on that be all end all goal that you're working towards somewhere in your day, you are going to break down your day and have fitness in there somewhere. And just touching each of those areas that you're working on right now in your life that are maybe on the lower end of the spectrum when you looked at those seven areas, those are the ones you're going to want to raise up because balancing those seven areas in your life can feel like it's impossible. But when we are, when we are 
mindful of it and know those seven areas and constantly look at those seven areas, we're able to see more clearly if we're actually covering those seven areas and what each of those areas look like. Because when we aren't mindful or we haven't looked at those areas, that's when they fall between the cracks and we find ourselves in an area where our family has taken the back seat or our finances are in a mess or our field, which is our job, is seriously lacking in what we thought it was going to be. Um, number four is prioritize. This also can be kind of lumped into it, but prioritizing your schedule, prioritizing your time. What is taking your time? What areas are you willing to give up? Like maybe you are a person that likes to watch a certain show every night at seven o'clock or something. I'm just throwing that out there. Are you willing to give that up? and make it not so much of a priority on your list to do something that's going to reach those goals you've set? Are you willing to give up bedtime ever with your kids if you're trying to build a business? Sometimes we have to give a little to get what we're going towards, and that's okay, but we need to make sure what we're doing is keeping it in balance. So that's why I say when I'm at home, my nighttime with my kids, and even when my husband's at home, we do it together. We don't make one person or the other person. We try to always do it together. But there are nights when I have classes or I have meetings, and he has meetings because he's on the fire department, that we're not able to do it. So those are some of the sacrifices we're willing to make in order to get to those goals that we have set forward. But when you're looking at your priorities, what are you willing to take off that priority schedule? What are you willing to give up that you're doing now? Are you willing to give up sleep? Are you willing to give up, you know, vegging out on the couch? Are you willing to get, get, give up mindful or mindless scrolling of Facebook? Because that is one thing that I did not realize for a long time was taking up so much of my time was I would sit on Facebook and I would just sit there and look. And there was nothing wrong with being present or, you know, liking people's things, but you would be surprised at how quickly that can suck your time up. And that time is time you're never going to get back. So I know people that have been very mindful of what they're doing with their time and they will set the timer for five minutes so that they know that they're not being sucked into something that 30 minutes from now, they could have been doing that workout. They could have been playing with their kids. They could have been reading that devotion. So it's always important to be mindful of what you're doing and know what your priorities are. And the fifth one is communication. So it's important to communicate these when you, especially when you're part of a family, your kids need to know why you're doing what you're doing. Your kids need to know, you know what? Every morning mom gets up and mom needs to have five minutes to herself. So maybe even if your kids are getting up with you, maybe that first 30 minutes, like you wake everybody up and they stay upstairs for 30 minutes while you get your cup of coffee, while you read your Bible and while you, um, meditate on what God's trying to put in your life today, or you say your prayers or you, you know, do your rosary, whatever that may look like for you. You can work it out with them, but when you work together or if you're working with a team of people, setting those, um, those are communicating those goals to the entire group is going to make you work 
more effectively together. So always, always remember to be good at communicating what you have envisioned and being willing to accept what they're looking for at the same time. Um, so planning some other just quick tips and trips is being self-aware, being self-motivated when it comes to time management, focusing on what we're working towards, um, making decisions, always planning, um, working with stress. Sometimes just getting those stress factors out of the way can be huge. So there's many, many ways that we can manage our time or waste our time. But if we're mindful of how we're using our time, we can use the time that we're given most effectively and not lose that time. Because again, time is not something we can purchase. Time is not something we're ever going to get back. So let's use the time that God gave us in the most effective way we can. So I challenge you to look at the seven areas of your life. If you need to, grab the Ula Oils Kit and focus on each of those areas and see where you can find a little bit of balance and start managing your time most effectively to get towards your family's goals and where God has plans in your life instead of sitting there and mindlessly scrolling or sitting there and vegging out or sleeping or whatever it is and using that precious time that God has given us to be the most effective in your lives and the lives of the people around you. Again, this is podcast number 15, Time Management. With uh, This is Amanda with Simple Blessings and Oils. And you can find the show notes at www.simpleblessingsandoilspodcast.com. As always, be grateful and have faith and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Simple Blessings and Oils. Visit me at simpleblessingsandoils.com or on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. Simple Blessings and Oils is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.